Drew. It's me, Drew. You're Kyle, but I'm Drew. Perfect. We're, we're in. We're locked in now. Okay. He's too close for missiles. I'm switching to guns. That's how locked in you is are. Is it Top Gun? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Top Gun. Good God. for you for knowing. You hate that movie. And yeah, America. I don't hate the movie. I don't hate that movie or America. I'm pretty sure you were rooting. For, I'm pretty sure you were rooting for the plane uh, last week when the the Russian plane went down that Putin wasn't involved in. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty the sure air he, quotes is what really did it. Well, you can't hear air quotes. I don't. Yeah, sure. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I'm not well versed <laughs> on the whole like technology standpoint. That that's your department. I, I don't hate Top Gun. I just need more people to realize that it's a bad the movie. The best movie. Because it seems like it's certainly not that. It's it up there. It's close. Like it's sure not. You know a better Tom Cruise movie than Top Gun, besides most of his other ones? A few good men. It's a great I movie. I watched A Few Good Men for the first time in a long time. That's a really good movie. Also, can you hear my screaming child? Just a little bit. But honestly, it just gives flavor to the fact that you're willing to ignore them and and record a (laughs) podcast that few people are going to listen to. (laughs) I think 12. I think 12 is kind of our perfect number, or uh, or number we've hit these days. Um, It sounds like we've already started episode 198. 198? Might as well lean into it. Wow, only two two left, huh? (laughs) <laughs> I love that we both like we both were like, that's the joke now. There <laughs> it is. You got two more after this one. Better make them count. That's why we're stringing um, them out, you know, really just making it yeah. last here at the end. Yeah. Uh recently, besides seeing a few good men, I had a child. You've been out of the country. Things are crazy. Life is good. But uh, I assume over the last couple weeks you've had a chance to watch some stuff. Oh boy, if have I? I. Sure. Uh, hit me. What do you watch, man? Uh, man, what do you want? Do you want you want TV shows? You want movies? You want new movies? You want old movies? You want? You know what? Actually, first off, I, it was your birthday recently. Happy late birthday! Thank you very much. Uh, and I want to hear about the twenty-four hour movie marathon. I want to know how this. I mean, I know how the idea came about. You said for my birthday, wife, I would like to watch movies yeah. for twenty-four yeah, hours. Yeah. I want to know how you decided which movie to start off with. Like, how did you pick the ones in the sure. middle? Like, did nap time or, like, hungry? Oh, like hunger? oh, oh, they made, did, like, oh, sure. These played a part in your choice of the movie. Walk me through a 24-hour movie marathon. Thank you very much, Kyle. So, as Kyle alluded to, listener at home, I recently had a, a 24-hour movie marathon. And let me give you some tips and some uh, faux pas, you know, here. And then, and, and when you plan your 24 24- 24-hour movie marathon you'll you'll know what to do Um, yeah first of all you're gonna have to start at midnight i don't know if you know that or not but you're gonna have to to get it in the same day Mm -hmm. like that's the calendar day which we're celebrating my birthday it's not about you it's about me so it's it's midnight (laughs) to midnight it's all about me baby here it goes okay um so start with a movie you really love Okay. So I started with Baby Driver. You really love Baby Driver. I love. I really love Baby Driver, but I, it's a fun movie. It gets the the tempo up. You know, you, it, it gets yeah. you excited about what you're gonna see 
the rest of the sure. day. You don't want to see your favorite movie first. You want to save that for later. You want to see a good movie that's fun, that gets you excited, that gets you leaning into what you're about to go do. Then you okay. then you're looking at about 2 a.m. All right, 2:30. And then you got to assume the next movie's going to go till at least 4, 4:30, 5. Mhm. You need a movie you can fall asleep in. Oh, okay. That means a movie that you like, that you've seen. So sure. you don't care if you've missed it. So I watched sure. Captain America Winter Soldier. Okay, so you could take a 30-minute nap, wake up, and you've already, you already know what's happened before. You know it's coming. I could drift you in and out of that movie, and yeah. I, yeah, I don't need to know what happened five minutes ago. I know what happened, and I can still enjoy sure. it. I'm, I'm going, yeah, here we go. Okay. At this point, you need a good partner with you. Somebody who can run the remote <laughs> while you sleep. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> that's what happened in my case. And, and my partner, my wife, was choosing movies that she was like, I know that he likes, that if he wakes up, that's great. And if he sleeps through them, he also doesn't care. And so we watched Clue. Oh, yeah, great. Fantastic great movie. movie. Also a great movie to mm-hmm. sleep to because it's, you know... <laughs> They do a lot of talking. Yeah, it's mainly talking. I, I know I'm yeah. new to this, but there's a lot of talking during the routine. Um, less explosions, more talking. And then uh, after that was Guardians of the Galaxy. Fun. Okay. You know, I, I'm, I'm blowing through these because I slept through both of them. Um, uh, yeah. Didn't know that I watched them. They were on in the room while I was asleep. Sure. Then Hail Caesar. And that was my wife's pick going it's available on your itunes you own it which i'm embarrassed to say mm-hmm. and yeah, i was... will go to sleep during this movie and sure, I, yeah. and i think that you might wake up during it so like here you go so i lo- okay i watched the last like 30 minutes of hail caesar yeah what did <laughs> i'm not even asking you what you thought it's a bad movie it's still a bad movie Continue. it's still a bad movie yeah, but like, like i still laughed at a couple point uh, a couple points so uh then after you come out of the sleepy stage, you got to hit right back into a great movie. You got to go okay. right back into yeah. getting you excited. Here yeah. it comes, everybody. So we watched what Into the Spider Verse. Oh, okay, yeah, heck yeah, all right. Little different than flowing. what's going on, but like, hey, that's a that's a great movie. Laughed. It's fun, adventurous. Get gets the blood flow going. Uh, and this is like we're talking about like eight a.m. at this point. Yeah, ten a.m. Maybe? Yeah, yeah. I would say about. 8 30 9 o'clock that's what we're looking at right here okay then we watch mission impossible okay because now it's time we're we're in the movie marathon now and you gotta start (laughs) with a banger and man mission impossible is where it's at (laughs) okay yeah It, it has it has suspense it has intrigue it has fun movie shots it has some bad movie shots it's got tom cruise being peak tom cruise yeah well this is that's another movie better than uh top gun uh, tom cruise then so there you go then we watch then you've really got to ramp it up into something that's like because we're talking about midday now we're talking about one o'clock two o'clock you don't know what's going to happen with the rest of your day but like you gotta get excited right here and yep. this is also the point 
where if you're going to have people over, they may, they may not be there yet. So, like, you can get away with watching a weird movie. Okay. So I watched The Raid. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. I love The Raid. It's a fantastic movie. It's all filmed in Indonesian. So, like, you got it's all subtitles. Uh, but, man, it's some of the best action. I went probably, like, oh, like seven times. Uh, broken door jump back yeah, kill. Oh, jump broke. Ugh. Broken door <laughs> yeah. kill is the best kill in the movie. And I think I'll stand by that. I think I talked about that in our raid podcast we did. You did. And for the listener, that's episode, like, 40-something. It's one of our most listened-to episodes of all time where we broke down the raid. Starring a bunch of people you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Directed by Gareth Edwards. I don't know why I know that, but that name has stuck with me. So at this point, you're uh, I'm eight movies in, all right, to the 24-hour yeah. marathon. And you've got to start working backwards at this point. You've got to start thinking, what are the ones i got to see and how much time is it going to okay. take? So I just went with the number one bangers on my list at this point. Okay. And I went Wedding Crashers. Okay, yep. Absolutely love it. Everybody knows this about me. If you've listened to the podcast before or met me in real life, you know that I'm going to quote Wedding Crashers at least once a day. Sure. It's going to be a thing. Uh, Now people are starting to show up at the house, and it's time to see what you're really about. All right? (laughs) People that are going to ride the bandwagon on your 24-hour marathon, they better get the, the hits, all right, here at the end. Sure. So it's Wedding Crashers, then it's John Wick which I've talked yep. so much yep. about on this podcast. It's the best movie mm-hmm. ever. Then it's Fired Up, which is a, you know... Oh. <laughs> at this point in the night, that's when you get to be a little bit more selfish. Of like, hey, it's not the best movie ever, okay? I'm not I'm not an idiot. I know that. But it's my favorite movie. Like I, <laughs> So now you have to watch it. You're in my movie marathon. When I go to your <laughs> movie marathon, I'll watch Shawshank Redemption. Or whatever else you think is the best movie ever. Make me watch Godfather 2. Whatever. But like when you come to mine, you will watch Fired Up. I love the sandwich. The movie sandwich of Wedding Crashers and Fired Up with John Wick in the middle. That is that is great. Well, that's also a little pre-planning on my part. You can't hit them back to back. You hit too many people yeah. with the same thing over sure. and over. They're like, listen, we don't want ice cream all the time. Eventually, sure. we want a salad, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. which John Wick's not a salad. Let's be honest. That, that's a that's a steak. It's a big hearty filet sure. mignon right there. It is. Uh, yeah. And then I ended the night uh, limping into home at this point because, well, it's no reason to air my dirty laundry. But here it comes. I'm, I'm an honest. You've got mail. I'm an honest host. Uh, I was limping in at this point. It had been a long day of movie watching. And what do you do when you watch movies? You eat popcorn, you drink way too big of Cokes, and then now at new movie theaters, you drink alcohol too. And so, you know, sure. my, you know, we did some of that. So I was I was sure. limping in. And uh, yeah. man, did we watch the hell out of You've Got Mail. You've Got Mail. Yeah. That seems fitting. It seems fitting. I'm happy for you. Uh, the the starting of the movie marathon with Baby Driver and ending it with You've Got Mail is like so beyond me because I don't get either of those movies. Sure, but I'm glad that you do. But then getting uh you know the raid right in the middle, it's like that's the Christopher Nolan twist. That's when like you get <laughs> did not see it coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a fun time! I mean, that's definitely not for everybody. No, but for you, 
that is right up your alley, and I'm happy for you. I'm really glad that you got a chance to do that this year. <laughs> uh, I I appreciate it. I'll probably try to make this a yearly tradition at some point, uh, and well, hopefully we'll pot. My goal is that at some point I will live podcast 24 hours of me watching movies, which will include six hours of my sleep apnea, just like <laughs> snoring the hell out of it. That's that's really the dream right there. Yeah, that'd be good. I that will get more listeners listening to me snoring than, you know, episode 175 or whatever. I'm just... Picking a random. There will one. be lots of drops from that that we could use. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Uh, but I mean, as you mentioned, we also took a lot of time off. I, I traveled a lot on those planes. I was watching movies. Uh, I watched a lot of newer. I was gonna say great. They're not all great. I watched a lot of newer movies. Some of them are great. Some of them uh, should only be viewed on a plane because. Okay, hit me with those first. Which ones should only be viewed on a plane? First of all, 65. You've already mentioned it. You've talked about it on the podcast before. I did not go yep. see it in theaters. This is Adam Driver yep. fighting dinosaurs. This is reverse Jurassic Park. <laughs> reverse. No, I like mine better. I think I called it the prequel to Armageddon. Okay. Uh, or I, yeah, I got Jurassic Park meets The Last of Us meets, uh, man, something else. Can't remember now. I'm gonna have to go back and look but it up. But th- this movie was not like good, and I was uninterested like the whole time. I fell asleep four times during it. Um, oh boy! And I kept waking up and then rewinding to watch the movie, and then I was like, "Oh, I realized why I fell asleep. Got it." Yeah, um, not a good one. And and I feel bad for Adam Driver because I think that he's actually a good actor. Yeah, uh, I like Very him. Very talented. He just keeps mm-hmm. doing things that I'm like, don't just. Don't do that Just one. Stop. <laughs> um, another movie you should only watch uh, on a plane: The Man from Toronto. Is that the Tom Hanks movie? No, that's the Man from Otto. Yes, that's that's the man called Otto, or named Otto, no, boy, or something, gonna... whatever. But this is the I'm Man awesome. from Toronto. This is a Kevin Hart, Woody Harrelson movie. Oh no! <laughs> oh yeah. When when did you think you were gonna see that lineup? I didn't. I did not. I uh, Woody to. Harrelson is like a renowned uh, torturer for hire, and okay. he is called the Man from Toronto. Uh, Kevin Hart is just a goofball wannabe tryhard who, <laughs> through hel- some hilarious circumstances, ends up wrong place, wrong time, gets mistaken for the Man from Toronto. So he's oh, got to wow. pretend to be this like murderous torturer uh but meanwhile woody harrelson like finds him has to coach him through it uh and it's a fish out of water but also buddy cop but also not good movie um i laughed a couple of times i'm not mad that i saw it but i'm glad i didn't spend money on it so i'll there you go. say that yeah i get that that sounds terrible i don't want to see that one uh, two movies that you should... I saw on a plane and you should drop what you're doing to go see. Here they come. Hit me. The Covenant. It's a Guy Ritchie movie. Yep. Uh, it's about uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yep. It is the only like main actor I know in it. And then uh, the guy from Vikings has like a like a cameo. Whatever. Okay. 
but I don't know any of the other actors. Uh, but it is, I think, based on a true story, or at least like this is his war pick, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Jake Gyllenhaal after 9/11, the Iraq War, and they're in Afghanistan, and they have some translators that are locals that come and uh, will translate for them as they do missions, under the pretense that they will, those translators will re- receive American citizenship and be able to move. And that system apparently doesn't go very well. But this translator defied life and limb and like carried the broken Jake Gyllenhaal across the entire country back to his base to send him home. But then had to, you know, didn't get his citizenship. So it, it's a story of a, a man who feels a responsibility to another man. And then that guy then feels a life debt to this guy and Jake Gyllenhaal plays it perfectly. Hmm. Like all the, all the times you've seen Jake Gyllenhaal go crazy in a movie like Nightcrawler and things like that. But think about when he goes crazy, but it's for like a good cause, like a, like a righteous purpose. It's so good. It's, it's fantastic. Also, I love Guy Ritchie and anything he directs. I'm all about. So, okay. I'm putting that on my list. Would you already found that one at? Uh, I don't know, actually. I, you may okay. still have to purchase it at this point. I'm not sure that it's streaming anywhere, but I think you That's can purchase it on, on iTunes. Okay, cool. Uh, and, and the last one is called Living. Uh, it's a, no idea. It's a, it was nominated for an Academy Award last year for Best Picture, and it's got Bill Nye. Uh, not the yep. science guy, but you know, the <laughs> fingers guy. And I hope that catches on. <laughs> I, and, and Sir Nye, if you're listening, I don't mean to, I don't know Sir if you're knighted not. or not, but you're an inspiration. And I love you. I don't mean to be <laughs> rude or mean. Uh, it's just pretty awesome. Uh, I love you. Love actually is, is a fantastic movie. And also, you're not respected enough for the work you did in I Frankenstein. I and so <laughs> I don't know why I made this podcast to Bill Nye. I hope he listens to it one time. I Frankenstein. I threw it out there because only me and him know that he was in that movie. I bet Dale knows too. <laughs> also, about time is one of the best flicks that ever was made. Anyway, back to the movie I was talking about. <laughs> Living with Bill Nye. Is about a man who's going through the motions, living in a world where, and in a job that's just kind of a routine, bureaucratic, don't actually get anything done, just kind of shuffle paper around, and then we all take a paycheck and go home. Mm-hmm. And he finds out he's diagnosed with terminal cancer, and can't find a way to connect with his family about it. And so just decides to go out and, uh, you know, live life a little bit and actually oh, maybe okay. do, do some good, you know, sure. actually defy the system of his bureaucratic lifestyle. And um, it, there's a lot of like very sweet vignettes of what it would be like to find out you were dying and you had a limited time frame and what you might do with it. And so it was... Uh, it was a nice movie. I liked it a lot. It was very sweet. 
towards the end of the meet up with Morgan Freeman and uh, Jack Nic- and Jack Nicholson and uh, when they walk Kane. off arm and on Ar- arm and arm <laughs> arm and arm isn't that what's that movie called bucket list yes Jack Nicholson in that movie or to make that up no you're right you're correct oh okay good I forget about it now yeah yeah so the, those are all the movies I've been watching so uh, sorry. For the long-windedness there, I, I have some TV oh, shows beautiful. if you want to talk about that. But but first of all, let's get into any movies you've been watching. You, I know you had a child recently. I know that, that messes with the sleep schedule. So I don't know if that is like you've watched no movies or you've watched it all does. the movies. I figure that's one or the other. <laughs> it's one or the other. You're right. I got out to see Blue Beetle um, this, uh, this past week or whenever it came out. I, time is a flat circle now. And let me tell you something. I had very low expectations for Blue Beetle going into it, and I don't want to ruin your viewing experience of it. But I could very easily see this movie being the Iron Man for James Gunn's DCU. It being the, like, starter point. The kid who is the star, he is awesome. It is fun. It's campy. It is way more colorful and campy than all the other uh, DCEU movies at this point. I could see this being the Iron Man of the DCU, the starting point for the new James Gunn universe, which will then be quickly uh, dropped back into the original universe when Aquaman 2 comes back out. But (laughs) I really liked it. I thought it was fun. I had a great time in the theater. You still haven't seen Mission Impossible or Oppenheimer yet, have you? No, I haven't. We're just never going to talk about them on the show. That's okay. I'll tell you again, those are great movies. Talk about them. Talk about them. Like, at this point, I, nope. I, I, I deserve to not. No. You know, come on. Although, bring it to me. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning does have, like, one of the most ridiculous plot points of all time that I can't wait to talk to you Say about. it. So Say it right now. They, whoever wrote this movie was like, AI is pretty big these days. We should, we should lean into that. And boy, did they in a very dumb way. Um, which I get, they they were filming this during COVID, so they wrote this probably 2019, 2020, early 2020, I would imagine. There's some pretty stupid stuff that happens in that movie, but I think you'll really like it. Um, I only want to talk about three TV shows I watched. One was The Witcher. I finished The Witcher, and I disagree with you. I did not think it was bad. I very much enjoyed it. The only thing I don't get about this show, if, you, if you're going to take an obscure movie, or an obscure game and book series and well don't call it an obscure game chance... it's one of like the, the greatest games of all time like it it, it won game of the year like in 2020 or 2019 or whatever it was i'm gonna stick with obscure game and obscure oh, okay. offshoot book book franchise and you somehow get netflix to sign on to doing the deal hey we'll give you have boatloads of money to make this and then you somehow get an actor of henry cavill status to be the star, I would think that maybe you'd want to put him in like every scene or at least like every other scene. And for whatever reason, in this third season, he's just barely in it. And I, they lost me a bunch of times when he was off screen. But every time he came back, I was like, oh yeah, let's kill some stuff. So I enjoyed the third season. I had no bones about it other than the lack of Henry Cavill. Um, okay, no, let's talk about that because that's a great point. Like, that's... It's a fantastic point. You're going to make a show about The Witcher, and then you're yep. not going to have The Witcher in, like, half of it? Yeah. 
That'd yep. be like having a show called The Gilmore Girls, and it's all about Suki, the the chef. I don't get that reference. By the way, I, I've been watching a lot of Gilmore Girls <laughs> in my house. I don't know. I don't know if that came out in that comment you, or not. You know, I think you talked a lot about world building, or you have in the past, and that's more of your thing than it is my thing. I think you see good world building in like John Wick when he's like at a new place and he's got a new thing that he trades for another new thing, and you're just going, "Whoa, what's what's going on?" Think of another one like Harry Potter. Like he ends up in a forest. And you're like, oh, it's a crazy forest with giant spiders and that tree moves. And like, so there's that way of like introducing like the world building aspects into your like story. Like good ways. The Witcher is more like, hey, here's this guy you're here to see. And then we're going to cut to these people you don't care about in another part of this land that we're learning about for no reason. And okay, now we're going go back to Henry Cavill for 30 seconds. And then we're going to a different part. And it's like, all right, time out. This is not how I like to world build. So now you're getting to the crux of it where they made a show for video game fans mm-hmm. and realized they didn't have enough show to get all the video game in because the game you can play for like 500 hours and the oh, wow. show was given like 15 and they were okay. like do like compress it and so to to tried to do justice to the game fans they were like hey here's that thing you like and here's that other thing you like and here's all that city or that person or that little detail or whatever we're trying to give you everything you want and everything that's necessary for the full development of this character But while we're doing that, we're taking away from what actually allows us to tell a good story. Yeah. And that's what's hard about it is like you could tell they said they looked like they ran out of time. Interesting. And so as a fan of the game and I a fan of the first two seasons of the show, I was disappointed because it really just looked like they realized they were going to lose Henry Cavill and said, we're going to compress what should have been two seasons into one and try to just like wrap it up as quick as possible. Sure. Which you hate. There, to see. there is one episode. I don't think he's in at all until the last like two minutes. And I was just like, boys, we, we lost, we lost our path here somewhere when we put this together. Um, and then I watched Untold, the uh, Johnny Manziel story on Netflix. Ooh, yeah. You were alive and aware of college football in circa 2012, 13. Um, that was the first year I started coaching. So it had been 2012 was Johnny Manziel's like, breakout Heisman season, I believe. And watching that documentary like took me back a decade to being like, I remember watching this guy play first time and being like... W- that should be illegal. What he's doing, like that's not real. This is a you, video game stuff. It's like that scene out of uh, Semi Pro where it's like foul, travel. I don't know, yeah. illegal. And it's like what? Something. What did he do? He's like I don't know, but you shouldn't be allowed to fly through the air and just dunk the ball in the hoop. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, that was really fun, and it, and you know, very rarely do these documentaries like. Um, I, maybe not. I don't know the stories you hear of like super mega star people like every story you're like well that can't be true like there's no way that's true 
And like every rumor I ever heard about Johnny Manziel ended up being true, which is insane. And so the documentary was worth it for me because I was like in the trenches, like really invested in college football at that time. I heard all the stories about crazy stuff he was doing. I'm like, there's no way all that's true. It, they are true. They're true. He talks about Turns them out pretty openly. Real true. <laughs> if um, anything you've heard about him, it's been watered down. A little bit. Yeah. That was that to was quote John Wick too. Yeah. And then uh, I watched, uh, staying in the football realm, I watched BS High, um, which is on HBO Max. And it is the documentary that follows the Bishop Sycamore football team. Um, mm. I don't know if the fake high school oh, that yeah. played IMG and got destroyed. Yeah, That is, if you want to feel your skin crawl with just how terrible of a human being someone can be and not care at all, then this is the show for you. You don't need to watch a serial killer documentary. Watch the one about a guy you started a high school, uh, a fake a fake high school football program that had no affiliation with the school because that guy is the worst. And I felt sick to my stomach watching it, but also was like, he's going to turn it around at some point and not be the world's biggest And he did not. He did Turns not turn out. it around. There's no light at the end of that tunnel. He was like, I'm going to do it again. You think I won't? I've already started. I'm like, oh, no. I'm gonna do it again. Mm-hmm. That's like so, where that th- those are the sentences that should put people in prison. Yeah, right. Yeah, total disregard. Um, pretty amazing. So I guess I'm doing all this to gear up for football season a little bit. But uh, and that was that's mainly what I'm watching. Also, I want to put a bug in your ear because I know that you're a fan of animated superhero shows uh, more time. so than most. Maybe there is a show okay. on Max. Weird, weird gaslight that you have to like. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> There's a show on Max called My Adventures with Superman. Um, yeah. It's brand new. Dennis Quaid, not Dennis Quaid, the guy from The Boys. Not Dennis Quaid. His last name's Quaid, though. Mm, it's going to come to me in a minute. Um, he plays Superman, uh, and it is drawn like anime-ish style, yeah. and I thought that that would take me out of it. It did not. I've actually really enjoyed it. It's coming out weekly, um, episodically, and I've enjoyed keeping up with that, and I think that you'd really like it. I have seen it. I've scrolled past it a couple times. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. I just was like, it piqued my interest, but not enough to be like, here I go. But now that I know I have a recommendation, I'll probably watch it uh, this week. It's a a good time. It's a good time. Um, I I went in with very, very low expectations. I think Superman's a hard story. And they put a really cool spin on it. I really enjoyed it so far. I think you might too, but that's mainly it. Um, I'm saving... I really want to talk Oppenheimer and Mission Impossible with you at some sure. day. Um, I do. I do have a couple TV shows I want to plug here. Yeah, as well. hit me. Uh, most of them are 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 Max. I keep wanting to say HBO Max because they, sure. they drilled it into me for so long. Sure, uh, they're just maximum effort right here. Is mm-hmm. uh, first of all Harley Quinn. The the new season is out. Yeah, very funny. Still great. Uh, I think this is one of the the better shows that's out there right now because nobody takes the plot of it too seriously, right? No one's like, oh, is this canon? Are they saying that, like, Batman is that way or Robin? And, like, like nobody is freaking out about it. It's just a sure. – it's, it's almost like fun fan fiction. It's a very irreverent, yeah. Yes, yeah. it's very irreverent. It's very funny. They're able to poke fun at all the things about the DC universe or the Batman universe that doesn't make sense or that is inherently kind of funny. 
and were able to enjoy it, watch a good story, watch some funny dialogue, and some hilarious outlandish situations. So Harley Quinn on Max, it's also uh, very irreverent and sexual and violent and language-filled. So if you have anybody... Yo, triple threat. (laughs) The triple threat, yeah. Uh, Another show I was watching was Strange Planet, also on Max, I believe. Um, It's a Dan Harmon animated series, and it's... The premise is watching basically a sitcom on a planet that's very far and different and absolutely outlandish for Earth standards. What it is is an alien planet where people don't look like us and they have things that are exactly like ours and they just call them different things. And he's (laughs) pointing out how ridiculous it is or like funny observational humor about life on on the Earth. And it's based on a uh, web series, I think, uh, originally called by the same name, Strange Planet. Uh, it's very funny. Costs cool. you nothing. I don't think about it anymore after I leave, but I laugh several <laughs> times throughout. They're about 20 minutes long. Had a great time, and I'm ready to move on. Uh, but Strange Planet, I believe it's also on Max. Cool. Uh, Ahsoka. Oh, okay. Is it worth it? On Disney Plus. I've only seen the first two episodes. At the time of this recording, the third one's going to come out tonight uh, and be ready for Wednesday. So uh, it's very good. The first two episodes are fantastic. Can I ask you this? As a as a, the lesser Star Wars nerd here, which TV shows do I have to watch in order to understand and be caught up for Ahsoka? Um... You have to see Clone Wars to understand Ahsoka. Like all of it? All seven seasons? Mm, most, uh, I mean, a lot of them. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's another show called Rebels. That was a Dave Filoni show. So because it was a Dave Filoni show, now it's canon. Okay. So this Ahsoka show is basically carrying off of rebels like the big bad guy in this show is a rebels bad guy all of the the side characters are rebels main characters um i don't think you have to see it the first episode does a pretty good job of kind of like laying groundwork for everybody there's obviously backstory that if you had seen them you would understand it but if you hadn't seen it it still is enjoyable, and you can kind of go, I pretty much figured out what's going on here. I, I get the gist of everybody's relationship. You may not know the sure. nuances or whatever, but yeah, you, you'll you'll figure it out. So uh, I was glad that they did that. Disney Plus is doing a thing right now where they're like catch up on Ahsoka, and they're basically okay. saying like these are all the episodes of the different series that you need to watch. Oh, in cool. order to understand it. Uh, okay, cool. Which, kudos to them, and also just further proof that we're all going to serve Disney one day. So, <laughs> to my I Disney build... overlords 30 years from now, <laughs> thank you for letting me do this podcast. I'm very excited <laughs> to be here. I've always been a fan of Walt and what you've done with the <laughs> Mickey Mouse ears. Um, 
I I bailed on Clone Wars like two seasons in. I was like, I I don't think I can sit this sit through all this. It was too early. You you bailed when it was still made for children. In season mm, okay, halfway through season three, they realized our main attraction is adults ah. who love Star Wars, and gotcha. so they they changed the trajectory of the show. Okay, okay. So ah, I'm gonna think about it. Depends on how much sleep I get these days. Maybe I'll maybe I'll binge that. It's a great that one to watch you when you're sleep deprived because if you miss anything, you'll be like, ah, oh, that's fine. <laughs> Uh, and and the last show I want to talk about uh, is also on Max, and it's called Warrior. Ooh, okay, yeah, yeah, that looks good. It is a uh, martial arts show um, based off of writings from Bruce Lee. Uh, the first season I think was twenty nineteen. The next one was twenty twenty or something like that. Oh, wow. And then I think they took a big break for um covid and and whatnot and then the third season came out in 2023 so the third season just came out oh wow but i started watching it from the beginning last week or two weeks ago okay cool it looks like peaky blinders meets uh crouching tiger hidden dragon is that okay so i described it as deadwood meets crouching tiger hidden dragon so oh, okay. very very similar. So it's set at you know nineteen or sorry eighteen ninety eight or something like that. You know end of the nineteenth century. Uh, America's coming out of the Civil War. It's based in San Francisco, California. There's a lot of Chinese immigrants that are coming to the states, and okay. so you've got racial battles going on. You've got, and then inside of Chinatown, you've got different Chinese gangs going on. Um, but it also feels kind of old timey. Cool. You know, that's where you get the Deadwood aspect of it. You know, the Peaky yeah. Blinders aspect of it. So, um, a lot of intrigue, a lot of uh, good character development. You also just get a lot of martial arts and badass fighting, which is cool. so cool. It also, I think, started on Cinemax. So, like, every three episodes, they're like, here's a graphic sex scene. So, like, just know that's coming. Sure, yeah. It's, like, not ever relevant to the story. They're sure. just like, we we owe our fans boobs now. That's, like, what... <laughs> when you sign up for the Cinemax package, you get boobs. That's, like, what they're... Yeah. Yeah, so... Comes uh, yeah. It's not, like, really what the story's about, but there you go. Um... But no, the the fighting is badass. The main characters are really well done and are intriguing. And the story is fun. And it's set kind of like in an old-timey thing. And I've been hooked for the last two weeks. Okay, cool. I'm going to do that one before I do Ahsoka. (laughs) I will start that one first. Because I've I've almost clicked on that a couple times. Like you, I've been waiting for someone to tell me it's good before I invest the time. So I'm in. That looks good. Yeah, I, I have a lot of fun with it, and it's it's obviously based on they they tell you it's based on writings of Bruce Lee. So there's several times where they make like very obvious nods to Bruce sure. Lee, like where the main character looks like him, you know, dresses like him, does similar fighting styles like him, does certain things that you're like, oh, I think I might have seen that before, uh, you know. And then they make even things where. One of the titles of one of the episodes is Enter the Dragon. 
you know, like that kind nice. of stuff. So like, yeah. uh, it, it's very fun. They, they know where they come from. They know what they do. Um, one of the things that is very little, but I love, I thought it was a fun little nod was they're trying to make it realistic. So all of the, the Chinese characters speak Mandarin or Cantonese or, you know, whatever to each other. And then the camera will just kind of like shift around them. And while the camera shifts, they all shift into perfect English accents. And then they just speak English to each other. Oh, cool. So it's a way to be like, we're not going to make you read subtitles the whole time. But we want you to know we're trying to be realistic of like, you know, what's what's happening the whole time. Let's bookend this episode with a Tom Cruise reference as we started it. What is the name of that terrible Tom Cruise movie? Where he's playing a German officer in World War II. Valkyrie. But Valkyrie, but they all speak in perfect English accents. None of no one's got a German accent anywhere. <laughs> I remember being in the theater while that movie's going on and looking at my mother and being like, Are you serious? <laughs> this this can't be what they decided to do. <laughs> Honestly, Another I appreciate movie better than Top Gun. I, I appreciate that more than when people just do English in bad accents. Sure. Like, we're not going to speak German, but we're going to speak English, but we're going to do it in a German accent so that you know we're German. It's like, that's yeah. like that's not the same thing at all. Sure. I want, I want Indiana Jones and the Last Crusades style of commitment where you're going to have someone who goes, the cabinet of Vifa, the ha 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 ha. <laughs> What an idiot. You're so stupid. What an idiot. No, you are so stupid. You're an idiot and I love you. Listen. You lock it up. (laughs) That sounds like it's a wrap. For episode 198. Two more. Two more to go. Wow. Listener at home, be thinking about how you want us to close it out. What's the the grand send-off? What do you want to hear about? What would be outrageous and fun... And drive us up to so many listeners, we can't quit at 200. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's what we want to know. And uh, let us know in the comments or, you know, tweet at us. And no one's ever emailed us. It's fine. <laughs> I'm a little sad boy about it. One time I wanted an email. No emails. When's the last time you checked that email? I check it all, all the time. <laughs> just spam. Every day. <laughs> just spam everywhere. <laughs> it seems like that'll do it for episode 198 of not the podcast you deserve stick around for the next episode which is coming probably in the next three or four months if i had to guess coming sometime and, uh, soon <laughs> and we'll catch you next time <laughs> at this rate it might be about the next mission impossible <laughs>